Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. All right. Are you okay? Anybody have a question about this morning? Anything left over from this morning? Anything not understood? Anything? We should be done so. <laughs> Pardon? Bye. Yeah, bye. Yeah, indeed. Indeed. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. Jack, would you like to come up? Or do okay. you want to talk from there? What would you like sure. to do? Sure. Come on up. Hi there. Hi. How are you doing now? Um, good. I certainly beat a tree. That was a, a good idea. Good. I understood the point. Um, so then it kind of goes on from there. I mean, I, I certainly feel I can, I can recognize anger when it shows up. It doesn't surprise me too much. Okay. And then um, relatively quickly, once you sort of get into this beating things up and being angry... Then there's a kind of um, sort of sense of that it, it's, there's a certain satisfaction in expressing anger, but it, it doesn't really accomplish anything. I mean, I, I sort of come quickly to the sense that it's kind of futile. And it's sort of you know, it's a whole sense of just being stuck in a place that you can't break through, and so there's that whole part of that comes up. Okay. And um, and so. And, 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 and I would describe it as misplaced, let's say. I mean, one has anger, but I've, I've had a... And, and I guess what you're going to have to help me with this is that I've had a whole series of thoughts since we've since I had the experience. Yes. Sort of getting in touch with what your point is. Yes. So I definitely see that um, one of my big issues is that I my mind rushes to the fore. I have experiences. And before you know it, I've really thought, oh, and then, and then there's this part of it. You know, I mean, yes. I, I get that. And, okay. and, and in a way, it's not really just sitting quietly with what's coming up that is, 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 is the problem. I mean, it's a sort of a habit of rushing forward with... with it, it, is, it is sort of defensive in a way, you know. I mean, yes, it is defensive. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, and again, not to rush too far forward, but it's like um, I see that it gets in the way of just being happy and just being... Yes. Yeah. It does. Yeah. So I'm just seeing that I need to pay attention to that. I mean, I don't know what else to say about it except that. Okay. Somehow, I need to allow the messages that come from within to come from within. Yes. Not override them with concepts, intellectual. Right, right. And I'm not exactly, other than sitting with it, I mean, I had very nice experiences just kind of thinking, okay. And just in the last couple of hours, just kind of, okay. And then, and then something comes up, you know, I feel, this feels real. Yeah. Something comes up. I mean, in other words, it's a, 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 a greater understanding of, of what my 
of what my kind of general personality structure is and that sort of stuff. You Good. Know, what's, what's been kind of... And, I mean, I really don't have big complaints, but at the same time, I see I've got these bad habits, you know. I mean, it's just kind of lot, like not allowing happiness to be there. Yes. You know, that's really the, that's yes. really it. Yes. <laughs> and do you know? Funny thing is, that's what Linus says. <laughs> but you saw it for yourself? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, I've done, uh, you know, I, I can see how I've, I've, not always, but I've certainly had a tendency to sabotage. You know, yes. An appreciation of what's there to be appreciated. Yes. You do. Yeah. You do. You have a very strong self-sabotage per, uh, <clears throat> pattern. Mm. It's very strong. I don't really... I mean, you can probe into you know, what's that about or whatever. Um, Let's stay on the feeling side. Yeah, okay. Because the feeling is really your way of knowing you're not in your head and you're not, you know, using the intellect to, to avoid stuff. If you stay with feeling, you've yeah, got much better chance to get out of it. It's a very unfortunate habit to have. I mean, it's just, it's just such a waste of, of life and energy. It, it is. causes pain for no, no purpose whatsoever. I mean, nobody wished me pain, you know, in any sense. I, you know, I didn't have a life of people wishing me pain. But pain happens. Right. That's right. And can you see that how this pattern establishes itself. If we talk a little bit about it, we might be able to unravel it. Okay. Because when pain happens, and it's just, you know, way back at some point, because it's a habit that's pretty solid, so it's there for a long time. But way back, we interpret scenarios in a painful way. We get hurt, whether the other person has that intention or not, but we get hurt. And when that happens, especially by somebody who's a primary carer, what we do with that is we, we interpret that it, in order to be alive, it means that me being hurt is what me being alive constitutes. You see? I do. So one of the things that I was wondering if the tree might show you is that you beat yourself. I do see that. I do see You that. were beating yourself. Yes. That's what you do. But you use the intellect and you use your survival kit. And now it's working against you because it's beating you up. And all you're doing is repeating a pattern of hurting yourself because... Somebody somewhere really hurt you. Really hurt you. Well, I don't know what to say. Don't say anything. Stay with the feeling. Stay with the feeling. The intellect is not working for you anymore when it comes to this level of spirituality. But feelings will. Everybody's a bit different, but for you, this is the way the sequence is lined up. Pointless. That's that's it's just so pointless to get in your own way. That's what, just what seems clear to me. It is, but it happens, doesn't it? 
It freaking happens. If we learn the habit early enough, that's, that's what we think, that's how we think living is. That's, that's, how, that's how we learn how to do life. You know, and what a shame because we just suffer ourselves. We, we cause pain to ourselves and keep suffering. And where's the space for love there? And it keeps other people away from us because we're just like a pillar of suffering. And it ends up leaving us in a very lonely place, inside and outside. It just gets darn lonely because we run this loop of suffering. Yes, I, I think that, like I said, I see, I see the, the whole idea. I just. Um... Stay with the feeling. You can talk from the feelings, but the head is, is only wired to keep that suffering loop going. That's why it's not working for you anymore. It's a coping strategy, strategy that was born out of the suffering. Your intellect saved you. It made good of it, but it's not working anymore. I see that as, as a, I, I, the point of that being a sort of strategy. I, I understand yes, that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've got to drop the strategy and get more authentic and raw. And, and that's where we make the change happen. So it's about, for you, it's about staying with your feeling and honoring your feeling. That's your mind talking now. Stay with the feeling. Okay. Feet. All right. All right. All right. Do you see the difference? Yeah. Okay. Great. Okay. Well, I right. I sort of formed that that observation. And there it is. You know. That's it. That's, that, correct. that's it. Kind but, of but stay with the so feeling. Forget it. Yeah. Forget it. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So stay I'm just telling feeling. you truthfully that um, it's okay. That what's happening in my life in this period of time uh, is is these you know allowing these trickles of inner self to come, or whatever you want to call it, to be there and to just be with it, no matter what the hell it is yeah. about or how, or how it makes me feel. I mean, yeah. and I, I, I generally, it's okay. I'm not, I'm not afraid, you know? I just... Yeah. Uh, but be with that feeling yeah. of that original, I don't know, just... What, what, what was the price you paid you know? You know, I was seeing that basically I did everything I wanted. I mean, I, the things that I sort of wanted to do, I did. And I didn't have people standing away. Everything didn't go the way I wanted. But basically, I made my own choices and did what I wanted to. Okay. And, you know, okay. Okay. So what was the price? What didn't happen? Because if, if the wiring was set up to, you know, I, to, to self-sabotage, yeah, what I mean, could have been the alternative? I mean, I, I, I can see how I could have been more open to certain kinds of relationships and things like that, friendships or deeper friendships or something like that. I can see that I have sort of, you know, put them out of, 
you know, it, of my life, except in relatively superficial ways, yeah. with some exceptions. Yeah. yeah. So, so, what would what would be scary about having gone a different route? You know, what would what's scary about opening yourself up to be intimate with other people during your life? What what was the fear that you strategized to kind of keep them out and move away? What what, what were you scared of? Now feel into it. I don't want a head answer. Well, I mean, certainly when I was younger, I definitely had certain kinds of pursuits that that were mine that were not other people's. You know, yeah, that way. and that's true. I mean, I really see that in certain situations, it was just what, what was I trying to do? You know, just distance myself. Distance yeah, yourself. Yeah. What were you afraid of? What were you avoiding in that you were distancing and pulling away? You know, I mean, I could give you simple answers. No, don't, no. Yeah. I want you to feel into what, what, what is it that, that, that was scary about it? What, what, what stopped you from being intimate? What, what goes on around love? Are you scared of love? Do you know what it is? I think do you I know certainly, how to do yeah, it? I certainly do, yeah. yeah. I, I, you know, <laughs> except that I'm really I'm making this distinction between, you know, a general way of being with people versus intimate relationships that I have, which are yeah. quite fulfilling and very satisfying. Okay, okay, let's stay back now. Yeah. Let's stay back okay. with us, okay, because I can... Right. Okay. okay, great, thank you. All right, so the pattern of distancing yourself to kind of protect yourself or to kind of do what you know well, which is to kind of to pull back. Where, What does that say about love and and how you do love. Where, where does love feature for you? Do you know what it is? Genuinely, do you know what it is? Yeah. Okay. I do. Okay. I know what it is very deeply, actually. Okay, good. So why do you move away from it? I think being taken away by it or being, you know, being, you know, being completely in, in the ocean of love is something that is I feel concerned about. I feel that you know that giving yourself over completely to it, can, I, you know, can be really difficult. It can be okay. difficult to keep yourself centered. What's the danger there if you're not centered? What's the what's the difficulty? Stay with the feeling sense. What's what's not safe or what's What's the threat in being not centered? Oh, I guess, you know, you, you, you get uh, very, let's just say, if, if you're fix, fixing on a person, it, it can definitely be that, that there's not a mutual understanding or mutual sense of what's possible, which I think is something you have to kind of approach with a mature head, so to speak. I mean, um, the whole notion of, well, anyway, just, just you, you, a, a very strong emotion in relation to somebody else can, can really just kind of run away with you. Or it can, be, it can take, take over your ability to sort of think through what you need to do or, or be with what you need to do. At least in an immature person. So let's just say that those are the experiences that I, you know, I had okay. as a younger person. Okay. 
Like in my 20s or something. So I'm going yeah. to say the same thing back to you yeah. in a different way. So if you really love somebody and it's not, not reciprocated, mm-hmm. the pain of that was too much. Is that what you're saying? Um, Is that where you got I've lost? I've had that experience, yes. I, and, and again, I... I, and I is that the thing that stops you from swimming and getting lost in the ocean of love? I don't, you know, I don't think so. I mean, I really, uh, I, I could get into a very happy place being... Down into the feeling center, losing you again. So you said, if you don't have, I'm using my own language, if you don't have your wits about you, if you don't have a mature mind, you can, you can get lost in it. I did at one point, yes. Okay. Yeah. Did that go belly up? Yeah. All right. Very painful experience. Okay. All right. So maybe that's making you not want to get lost in love again. And pure being is all about love. But your rational mind is saying, don't go there because it's darn painful. And you lose yourself. But pure being is calling you and your head is doing its damnedest to keep you out of that place of swimming in love. Let me think about this. Let me let me get with this. First. Yeah, feel into it more than your head. Well, actually, I have this very funny association. I have to tell you this with this with this subject, not to um. get into story. But at the time that I was doing the most meditating and so forth in my life, and again, yeah. this is all just story within the past, okay. etc. Okay. But that was the same period of time when I had this relationship that really, you know, I was just so 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 open. open for it. You were open. You know, way be possibly. I mean, it really just okay. things, events were just events. Yes, that's you know? okay. Don't but, just miss it. But I was, but I was so, um, you know. In, involved in this place and, and who I was at that time, and coming back from that, particularly, um, you know, having I, again seeing my life in a way that involved more a spiritual center. Yes. You know, and, and even yes. regular practice. Yes. I mean, that made it very difficult for me to reengage. Of that, that, yeah. I, and I'm, that may be the whole point. I mean, that may be that I'm just sort of it's the, one of the them. thinking There's a of few that. Big... The, the rocks. Tr- yeah. That's one of them. Okay, well, that's yeah. one of them. Yeah, but it's a really important one. Yeah. So it might be that your mind has made the learned from that experience and made the shift to like, if I'm really open and vulnerable to spirit, that's when some, something can come in and stab me. Did it make that connection, do you think? I, I, I certainly see the context of, of this, you know. I mean, it's... Um... I mean, I haven't really quite put it on them. I'm glad you're, you're, you're listening to this because it's, um, it certainly sounds like total story, but, but it, is, it is true. We have to go to story yeah. because your, your mind is yeah. the story-making right. mechanism. Right. And that's right. the thing that's stopping you right. from, from dissolving into what you really are. Yeah, so call it a bad association or whatever you want. But, well, but I've never, just at, at the same time, I have never not wanted to be back in a, in a, in a spiritually informed place. You know, so that's like what Lana and I try to do together. You know, I mean, I'm 
still still there smelling around trying okay yeah but you're smelling and you're yeah. like yeah I, I, uh-huh. can, can i taste uh-huh. this without jumping in actually uh-huh. because if i swim there i'm going to be annihilated and so i just strategize well, and, then, and i look from the outside and then it's lots, a bit of, like that. lots of things have changed since i was 20 you know i mean okay yeah. but that pattern is still there that i think that i think that the association is something that, yeah, yeah. And so, if you're you're saying that this is something that might be interrupting my ability to have a a, a pure, you're scared of love. Yes, you're scared of love. And this is one experience. And you know, I'm sure Lina will help you to find other ones as they go back because we tend to repeat the same lesson, and that's what makes something feel like it's hardwired in our way we approach life. I think hardwired is a good good description. Yeah. You know, yeah, it can feel pretty sticky and pretty full of resistance. But it's usually that we've got similar experiences that reinforce the same message. And we keep calling them in until we're like, all right, actually, I have to just jump off the high diving board and I know I can't swim. And that's what spirit is doing. It's going to ask you to take the high jump. That's what it's doing, is take the high jump. Mm -hmm. You see? Mm-hmm. So whatever is most scary for us is where we have to go. That's why so few of us actually go the whole way. Because it's easier to keep moving the furniture around and beyond the path. It's a nice pastime and it makes life a little bit easier. But really, it's a total merging with what you really are. Uh, not only do I understand that, but that's essentially the, 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 what I see is that, you know, in this earlier stage, I would have a deep meditation. I would let go. I'd be dead. I'd be gone. Yeah. And it was momentarily the, the frightening to let that happen. Yeah. But then it was like, oh, this is really, this is good. This is good. I can do this. You know. I mean, and it was true in relationships with people too. I mean, you inevitably run up with conflict and people misunderstanding you and so forth. And that was it. Wasn't a problem. I mean, I could just. Just as you talk about it, I could see it. Yes, you can see it. It was okay. Yes. You know, you hate my guts. That's all right. You know, this is who you are. We're, we're, you know, it was fine. And I was living in a way that was very comfortable with all that. Okay. And then after this experience, I just went into a much more, you know, all right, I'm going to get this, I'm going to get that, et cetera. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And and then did it, you know. Sure. Sure. But now that phase. I, I mean, I sort of felt like I was hadn't been living like a fool, you know, fundamentally, and um, and I couldn't really explain myself, so to speak, even to myself, you know. So, given the wisdom, the capacity to open which you had at yeah, that stage, right. and then the wisdom of living that you've done since. That's right. Right. The best parts of both of those are with you. Yes, I think that's true. All right. So now, with the courage. And the capability and the skills that you got through all of it. Yeah. you got to dive in and trust love. Okay. Again. All right. So, so then what? How again. I'm ready for it, you know. No, you're scared of it, Jack. Well. You're scared of it. You think there must be some capacity to control that you got to hang on to. Well, I do understand that perfectly. I'm not trying to defend that. And that has to go. That's the issue. That's the avoidance strategy that's been going on all the time. Other than sitting with and paying attention to what's what's being what the messages are that are coming in, what else can I do? You reignite your relationship with love. 
inside. Your head is of no use in this part of your path. No use at all. Actually, okay, I, I hear that. And in fact, what occurs to me is that nobody knows whether you love them or not. I mean, it's a private experience in some respects. I mean, nobody knows if you love who? I mean, in other words, you're really free to love people. It, 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 what happens in, in your loving people is, is not incumbent on anybody. It's just, a, it's just a, a sense of what's here. The only thing that really matters is about you loving yourself. Right. That's the only thing. Everything right. rolls out from that. Right. It's about you loving Jack. That's right. Totally. Totally. And if you love Jack totally, unconditionally, you're not going to beat him up anymore. You're not going to self-sabotage anymore. The proof will be in the pudding. Do you have that Right, so unconditionally is, of course, the, the, big, <laughs> the big problem. Right? The conditions are, are the, whole, the whole issue with withholding. In other words, oh, i got to do this, then I'll be okay. And of course, you never get to the end of that. Of course, never. you never do. Okay, good, you've seen through that That's one. so ridiculous. It is. So maybe it's like, okay, what would love do now? What would loving myself look like now? What action would be the most loving that I could do? Find out about love again. Find out what it's like to live from your heart again. There needs to be a phase of that. Okay. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that's what I'm trying to... Yeah. There's no head involved in that. There's no logic. There's no intellect. Your rational mind, concepts, no use. They've got to be parked. And they are your enemy right now. Because they saved you, but now it's the flip side. You see? They saved you, but their time is up. Now you've got to get the wisdom from all of that life and go back to love again. That's where we're at. Clearly. Yes. <laughs> well done. All right then. Come on, give some hope for Jack. <laughs> no rationalizing about it, Jack. Be sure not to go into your head and conceptualize, even at home, going home. Don't say, I think, and don't analyze it at all. It'll be just lost. Like you'd, you'd bleed it out. You'd bleed it out through talking. You've got to stay inside and stay in your feeling center and go back to love. So, Alina, it's like, what would, what would love like for breakfast? Like, even change how you address him. It's like, what would love do now? You know, you've got to do your taxes. Can you approach it with love? Like, literally, everything. Let him find his love center so that he can operate from love. He's got to learn how to trust it again. And maybe find out what it really, really is in its new depth. You know? Thank you. Yeah, sure, you're very welcome, sweetie. You're very welcome. Um, Diane, you had your... Did it go? It's gone. It's gone. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a, yeah, it was sort of like a shill impulse. Okay, you know? all right. Back down again. All right. Yes, Michelle. So I'm going to prioritize, prioritize folks who haven't come up before, whether you've just come in for today or not. Okay. Hello. Hi there. So last year, my homework was to find um, phenomenal freedom. Ah. 
a domino effect that had. I'm amazed by how it just affected everything. Uh-huh. G- give, us a, give us just a picture. Um, it also meant doing things that I didn't care what people thought. Yes. So that was big. Yeah. So I went to Spain. I went to a rave. I became a cougar. <laughs> What's a cougar? <laughs> going on for you right now? Um, practicing on from pure consciousness. Yes. But the, the loops that we're going on is who who is you know practicing it like mm-hmm. who's who's going to pure consciousness. Yes. Which there isn't anybody. Yes. Do you know that? Yeah. Okay. There you know there's it's, the eye isn't real it's just thoughts and so a thought so when you say go to pure consciousness or source, there's a thought which seems to be an attention going somewhere, but attention isn't anything either. Yes. So things are just like not holding up to anything, but then the loops are still going. Mm. Mm. And then I know this is some big wild dream. So there isn't a break. There's dreams at night and there's dreams in the day. So it's still the dream of trying to go to source. That's all a dream too. So there's nowhere to go. Okay, but you're kind of marrying two different perspectives. Okay. Can you see that? Yeah. Okay. Because if there are loops... Then if they're bothering somebody, there is somebody there. Right. Do you know? Right. She's running then. Michelle is running. Right. If so there's that's the flip-flop. Right. Right. So, so yeah, we, we just got to be careful around acting out from what is presenting as real. Some part of you knows it's not real, but if it's presenting as real, then, then, then we got to unravel it because why mm-hmm. does it feel true? Right. Why is there some belief in it? You know, mm-hmm. um, the loops, the loops might continue, but really, it's like, is is there a sound coming from there? Oh, there is. There's a sound coming from the next room, but I can't make out what they're saying. Mm-hmm. It's like that. Mm-hmm. The mind is just busy, but there's just nothing that's actually listening to it or obeying it, and absolutely nothing mm-hmm. that's being motivated by it. Okay. So where in that is the volume of your loops? Mm-hmm. Are they in the next room or are you just like, ah, oh, my mind's just talking some bullshit, but I really have to kind of, what thought am I running? Would you have to do that? Or do you know exactly what the thoughts are? Or are the thoughts influencing your behavior and action? The loops. Mm-hmm. 
it seems to be on and off. There's, there's times where there's right from where I feel distant, like removed from what's happening. And my response will feel like, whoa, where'd that come from? And then there will be a, well, that sounded really stupid. You know, then there will be that judgment. Um, and then as sometimes moving, it'll be like, um, I'll feel like there's a prediction of, it happens really quick, but very slow, if that makes sense. Like I'm in slow motion, uh, and there's only, almost a prediction of what I was going to do. Like I knew I was going to do that. Yeah, yeah. So that's happening, but then, so the so when I was in Spain and became a cougar, <laughs> which opened up um, another filter because I got really involved. That lasted a month, so it was really hard to get out of that emotion. But I knew I was in it. I couldn't get out of it. Um, so things like that get it going. But then I'm aware that it's going, and there's no way to get out of it. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I see where you are. Yeah. All right. So when you see a thought, <laughs> drop it. Okay. Don't judge it. If you judge it, you've gone deeper than the thought in the first place. You've gone more into story. Mm -hmm. Right? That's creating a story. Oh, yeah, that's another story. And that's deeper in duality than your original thought. Because your original thought is just... If it's just a loopy thing that's just cycling, it's, you know, and it's not really motivating you to do anything. It's just like bad chewing gum, you know, that you should have thrown mm -hmm. out a half an hour ago, you know? Right. It's just like, it's just kind of there, mm -hmm. gnawing away. But if you judge it, whoa, you're gone into a new, a new uh, depth of separation and right and wrong. Mm -hmm. You've gone deeper. No judging of thoughts, no judging of loops. See it, drop it. Just, just like, shh, exactly, exactly, shh. So even the, the question of who, so then it'll start the, well, who's doing that? And there's no who and all that other stuff. Yeah. That's still another story. It is. I'm, I'm wondering if, if it's effective. It has to, when the who is effective, who am I or who's doing this is effective, it'll land you straight into pure consciousness. Mm -hmm. if, if it lands, lands you into a thinking loop, uh, uh, your mind just kind of hijacked it a bit there. Mm -hmm. It's got to be short and sharp, like a... Okay. That's when the who, who's doing this, uh, is effective. Because uh -huh. then it, it goes in this, well, who, there's no who, and it's a, it, it just does this thing. Yeah, yeah. Then your mind is using it, mm -hmm. is using it just to crank up any yeah. kind of philosophical... Yeah. Like, it's really important, I need to know, I need to ask Jack about this really quick. <laughs> yeah, 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 there we go, there we go, there we go. Yeah, mind is all caught up in the story. Mm -hmm. So the only purpose for who is to drop you back into pure consciousness. It's like, whoa, okay. disconnect from story, disconnect. And mind can be doing it over there, low value. But you've disconnected you're in pure consciousness and the source or outside of all of it, whatever we want to call it. But that is still the dream. All of it is the dream. Okay. Postgraduate course, pure consciousness is a dream as well. Mm -hmm. So it really doesn't matter. Uh, but, but you you got to get to pure consciousness and let it be the substratum 24-7. For, for that to break down okay. like really because I didn't think anything mattered but then when I worked on you know I wanted to get rid of Michelle really bad <laughs> and then I worked on um, 
phenomenal freedom. Yeah. Which yeah. really did work. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's great. It's great. Yeah. It's actually, it's a great phase. Yeah, it really is. And it just, you get to see through experiences and mm-hmm. the, you know, the... It's still kind of, that program is still running. Yeah, 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 I can, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's nice because it, it's very freeing and it's, it's, it loosens you up and it breaks mm-hmm. the limitations in your mind and you see, oh, you know, every high has a low, mm-hmm. you know, get really involved with this guy. And darn, I can't get them out of my hair. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, yep, that's that's it. That's how it goes. Mm-hmm. Now, all she wants, I can see how it's starting to turn into desires. Yes. Want, want, want. Aha. Okay. So it's kind of taking that spin. Okay. So if it goes into desire, it's going to bite you in the ass. Yeah. So so getting attached to this guy, and well, then it's gone. It's yeah. Gone. So now, but now she just wants but, to travel and experience, right. but really. Like, well, now what? And and I can see where, you know, there's like, I want to go to Costa Rica and mm-hmm. Fiji and, you know, all this other stuff. But, you know, that I'll, I don't have the money to go do it. You know, so there's just, yeah. there's something, what else, something, you know, better yes. than this or. Yes. You know. So then the next phase is about seeing through experience. Like, what is experience? How does it register? What is it? I know it's a label. Sure. But I know intellectually it doesn't exist. Yeah. And it, well, I know that it just sets up the next thing. Yes. To, you know... It just doesn't go anywhere. There's nothing. Yes. So do you know the difference between when the personal eye is having an experience and when there is the same experience or something similar happening and there's no personal eye? Mm-hmm. Do you know the qualitative difference of those two? Just little bits. Okay. Okay. That will help you to figure out what experience is. Okay. Because when the personal eye is running... It, there, there'll be a desire there. Mm-hmm. That's personal eye and desire. They, they're kind of pretty closely knit. And so if it's like, yeah, I have a desire to go to Costa Rica. All right. There will be another desire and then another right. desire and another desire. Right. And you'll just be chasing, chasing experiences. Mm-hmm. And there'll be a, what was that for? At the end of it, because you'll just be left with yourself. Say, so, yeah, it's interesting. I've got great photographs. Mm-hmm. But, but... Right. Something will want something more. But she also sees things as if she's meant to go, she'll go anyway. Yes. Yes. I mean, she wasn't asking to be a cougar. It just kind of flowed that yes. way. Yes. Yes. You made yourself available for experience. Right. It just. Yeah. 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 So she was flowing with things, but. Yeah. Kind of a lot. I think just kind of. Wondering where to go. Wondering where to go. Yeah. Yeah, wondering where to go. So you have two options. You can go with the desire for Fiji, Costa Rica, whatever. Yeah. You can go with the desire and, you know, work to make money and, and then go and blow it and have fun. But if it's motivated by desire, the emptiness will be quite deep afterwards. Mm-hmm. And you'll have to fill that gap with the next desire. Or... There could be total abandonment. Okay, that'd be nice. That'd be nice. So my mind says, 
but let's see if I end up going or not. And you probably won't. Mm -hmm. And if you feel like, oh, darn it, I should have gone or I wish I wish destiny had brought me there while you were running a desire all the time and you might as well just go because <laughs> you're not done with the desires. Do you know? Uh -huh. So we're trying to figure out if you're done with desires and can you see through experience? Because the desire for an experience will bring suffering. I feel like she's done with experience or desire. All right. So then... How does experience that's not motivated by the personal eye, that doesn't have the personal eye in there, mm -hmm. how does that experience different, differ to desire-motivated experience? Would be like how you're talking of being in pure consciousness and it just, it just happens. And it just happens. Yeah. There's no stickiness. There's no attachment. There's no fallout afterwards because you're not in there. Mm -hmm. And... The, the depth of the experience becomes a story completely relative to how much labeling you engage in the process. Because really nothing is happening. Really nothing at all is happening. But if your mind puts words and labels and makes a story out of it, okay, now something is happening and you will have the experience, but you can have it impersonally. Is there, is there really anyone who can control what is experienced or how things are looked at? Uh, can you control it? Mm, it's a bit of a misnomer because, because the controller is way down after labeling is active. So when you say go to pure consciousness, yeah. who are you speaking to? The character or pure consciousness? Uh, pure consciousness is always there. So it's the character who imagines her attention can go there. Otherwise, her attention can be at any other level, the deepest being desire. Mm -hmm. I like that thought. I don't like that thought. Even that. Likes, dislikes, all of that stuff. Right? So the one who has the capacity to put attention someplace, that capacity of pure consciousness, but the capacity in pure consciousness itself, it doesn't know about that capacity. It doesn't. Okay. Right? Yeah. So it is to the body-mind mechanism who feels her, her, her gig is that she feels she has a capacity to put her attention someplace. Okay. All these layers... Because it's always there. Yes. Y yes, pro-consciousness is always there. And when attention is absorbed back in there from where it arose from, there's freedom. And reality shows itself to be what it is. Your consciousness is the real, the real stable one, and, and this is just being created as your mind decides to label it. Mm -hmm. So experiences come and go, but you're outside of it. You're outside of it. So what is she stuck on that things still seem like the eye still seems there sometimes? I mean, she intellectually she knows it's a dream, and she yeah. knows that everything's labeled. Yeah, it's not real. Yeah, but still there's. There's still <laughs> identity running. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the patterns of... I don't think the pattern of needing to be liked is completely gone. Mm -hmm. Or needing approval, or needing to be okay, or needing to fit in, or find your place. or though those That's not clean yet. Okay, still work on that. Work on that. Get rid of it. 
find a confidence, Michelle, mm-hmm. the confidence of pure consciousness. Okay. Find the confidence of that. And I like the um, exercise you gave Jack of what love would do. Yes. Yes. Anything other than the intellect and the personal eye. For you, anything other than the, what, how, how, how do I, you know, anything that's not the Michelle thought. Well, that's what I was experimenting with today was where does that gut? Yes. Where does that natural movement come mm-hmm. from? It will do very little. Life will get simpler and it will slow down. That's yeah, one thing for sure. Slow. It does not used to. Slow. Yeah, you're not used to it. And is that okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she says with that expression. <laughs> yeah, it'll be tricky to be slow. Yeah, because the experiencing thing is still, yeah. still a bit of yeah. a buzz for you. There's a buzz. Yeah. And before she gets older, she wants to go do, do, do. Yeah. And, and it's, it's, you're at that point of like, well, what do I need to do? Do I feel like I'd be denying myself something? Are you running that story where you're going to... I'm just thinking of somebody who, who, who did this stuff when she was younger and now she's older and she says, I just feel like God robbed my life because she denied herself these things in her younger years and now she's much older and, and there isn't as much opportunity for experiences. Mm-hmm. There isn't. So, and it's like, gosh, you know, that's the story she's running now. <laughs> mm-hmm. But then I don't want it to turn into, well, I'll do it when I'm 10 years older type deal. Yeah. Okay. So you got to check inside and see. Mm-hmm. Would I have, would my mind create an infinite list of experiences? Does it just love this personal living too much? Am I ready to, to actually realize that? No time is going to be a good time. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to go for it now. You've got to find out what is authentic, what honors, mm-hmm. uh, what feels right inside you. Mm-hmm. Do you know? Okay. There's a timing thing that's kind of delicate. So keep working on um, the inner. Yeah. Okay. So if you're using the who, the who am I, mm-hmm. that's a quick slice in. When you're having experiences, let, let, let them show themselves to be what they really are, which is like, okay, I find myself in this situation, I can label it and really get engaged in this situation, or I can just let it happen. And what would it be like just to let it happen? What would it be like? Is my mind going to run a story that, oh my God, I didn't really participate. I wasn't really in there sucking the juice out of it. Are you going to run a story on that? Or are you actually, jeepers, I'm fine. I completely saw through it. That's It's such effort to engage my mind Mm -hmm. in the labeling and in the experience and in the desire in order to get a little bit of juice and then for it to be gone and me want it again. That's what I want you to be able to tell me. Mm -hmm. That's all experiencing is. Mm -hmm. That's just too much friggin' energy for like a buzz that's just going to go and then I'm Mm -hmm. waiting for the next buzz. I want you to see through it like that so that you totally know that it's not good enough. Yeah. Need you to be there. Mm Mm-hmm need you to be there but to know it okay from experience that's the key okay. for you all right and the quiet confidence not the intellectual well it doesn't matter i'll just go into pure consciousness and it doesn't matter it's like it does matter somewhere it, it does you know in the phenomenal world something does matter everything matters but actually back in here there's a confidence and a knowing that Oh, it doesn't matter doesn't mean I change my behavior. 
It's just seeing the bigger picture and being okay with what is, you see? Mm-hmm. And that's a kind of a still confidence. Mm-hmm. Develop that. Okay. Get to know that. Okay. You take notes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Sure, sure, you're welcome. You're welcome. Yes, Richard. Hi, sweetie. Nice to see you. Again. Nice to see you too. Yeah. So I'm not sure why I'm here, uh-huh. <laughs> but you'll tell me if I'm, <laughs> if I'm missing something. I think. Last time we spoke, and this was in San Jose. Oh yeah. Uh, you asked me why I held back my own knowingness. Yes. And I said to you at the time that I didn't feel that I had the clarity that I thought you had. And so there was a holding back. And I've played with that a lot. Good. And the lack of clarity comes from a sense of misidentification. Yes. I mean, it's just, it, it all boiled down to I was being totally identified with story, and not acknowledging what's deeper. Yes. So I've also discovered in that process that that applies to just about everything. Um, And it doesn't mean that I'm not traveling back and forth constantly. Yes. uh, As habitual thinking shows up. Yes. And it's not at all difficult to see Okay, there it is again. Yes. Uh, I understand something about it. I don't have to pay attention to it. Absolutely. I can observe it. Absolutely. Let it go. Yeah. So then I look at the chart, and it feels like I miss that step of oneness uh-huh. in some way. Uh-huh. Now, I've sat a lot with you over time, and, and I've never had a problem dropping way down. Yeah into prior to consciousness. Uh, But I've never, I can't honestly say that I've had the experience of hugging a tree and saying, I am the tree, or looking at a group of people and and saying that there's absolutely no difference, that I am this. Yes. I I can... Picture it as a play. I can picture it as a dream. I can I can place my awareness behind me. Yes. And include myself in in this arising. Yes. And it feels to me like reality is is like well, I'll call reality is like a fountain, and it's just constantly showing up, showing up, showing up. Uh, and that's real for me. But I, but I don't. That that's smaller reality we're talking about, is it? With the yeah, phantom, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, but it's it's what it's what appears. Yes. Appearances yes. Yeah. is that phantom. Yeah. yeah. But the idea of oneness, it feels like I almost skip it. Okay. Or I misunderstand it. <laughs> okay. So do you know the way a fountain has a gazillion little drops all the time, mm-hmm. and every single drop has its own uh, atomic makeup. Right. But yet okay. it's all water. 
Yeah. It's all water. I get that part. I can I get, but uh-huh. there, but I I maybe I just am stumbling over what what it is to experience oneness. Okay. Because what you're saying there is obvious. Yes, it's obvious. Yeah. I wonder if it's so obvious you miss it. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Okay. So so when you look here at this Jack woman, mm. do you see pure consciousness? Can you find the place of where you see pure consciousness? I can't say that I do. Okay. All right. So can you drop into pure consciousness yourself right now? Yeah. Okay. Is there something here that is not pure consciousness? I honestly don't know how to answer that. It's... It's like everything is just here. It's it's that fountain again, and it's just appearing. Yes. And that includes you and I. Yes. Yeah. Would I call that oneness? I, well, of course. Now I just le- leapt into a definition. You did. You went and, back into something else. Yeah. Then. So everything that's just appearing that in itself everything is just appearing is a unifying field. Right. Right, absolutely. So is the appearance the thing that what appears have has in common? I, I just went somewhere else. That's okay. Um, where I went is the idea that and I'm just struggling with my own understanding no here. Problem. I'll hear you or other people say that I sort of merge with the sunset. I become one with it. And when that experience of, we'll call it, Oneness occurs for me. There's no sense of I. There's no. I can't say I merged with this. With yes. I. Yes. There, there is yes. no I. Okay. There is no I. So. Okay. So, it, it's. It, it leaves me confused. That's okay. Yeah. That's okay. So, so if we take out that that step of I merged with. Right. Right. Because for you, the I just disappeared in a different way. Right? And that's the step from when people go from duality to non-duality. You know, the multiplicity to the unit. Right. All right? So, okay, something has to happen, the eye there, because it's a straight transition. Yes. But for you, the part is coming in retrospectively, whatever the word is, afterwards. So, um, So, 
We're going to forget about the merging part. Everything that appears, the fact that it appears gives it a unifying quality. Right. No problem. Yeah. Yeah. So is the unifying quality more defining than what makes it different? Like Jack and Richard. Like that being different. Is the unifying quality that we're both in an appearance? Yeah, I've never even considered that question. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's sort of obvious that the unifying quality quality is there, that the characteristic has to be there. Yeah, the, the appearance being the unifying quality. Exactly. The appearance. Right. Okay. Yeah, it has to be, it has to come from source. It yes. Has, it has to be the same. Yes. Only unique, with, you know, yes. uniquely displaying. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's not an issue. Okay. Yeah. Then that's the unifying field. Okay. That's how your brain is seeing the unifying field. Right. The, the unifying field is appearance itself. So it almost seems like I'm trying to apply other people's yes. definitions yes. And, and descriptions yes. to my own experience. You have it, rather than listen to the words that, that, are, that are making sense to you. Yeah. Because yeah. You're, you're, you're a teacher, so yeah. your version of it has to be unique to you. Right. Otherwise, you're just going to be a well, template. It has to be, absolutely. You'll just be a template. Yeah. You see? So for you, it's showing up that the appearance is the characteristic that mm. is unifying the whole thing. Okay. You see? Yeah. yeah. And mind then will label <coughs> the, the subjects, will make subjects of just an appearance. It'll it's make, just, it'll make drops out of the fountain. Okay, right. It'll make little particles sure, out sure, of an appearance. sure. sure. And that's what makes difference, right. is the, partic- the partil- particularization you got it right. of it. <laughs> <laughs> I get tired, I'm like, the words just don't make sense. Okay, all right. Yeah, okay. Do you see? I do. Yeah, good. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it just shows up in a different way for you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just needed that clarification, that's right. I think. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Good. Don't let him lead, Jack. This is amazing. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> you might have to come up yourself, Sid, if that's the story. <laughs> Where are we going? Peter? And after you're done, thank you very much.
So maybe we should start with fear. not being criticized. And being accepted. (coughs) Oh yeah, and 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 self-sabotage. But it had to all go that way. Yes. It had to. Yes. So let's start with the sabotaging. Okay. So that had to go that way. Because mm. <coughs> you learn. You do. That's the egoic experience, you know? Yes. It, it has to create itself through some... <coughs> yeah. Suffering usually, you know, that's, that's what builds the ego, so that's how it... it was so simple, just a beautiful possibility of a wonderful relationship, you know, and, and then all the conditioning sabotages it because, you know, need I say the word, it wasn't Catholic enough, you know, mm-hmm. fuck. Oh shit, we should do something else too. Expectations. Uh, You know, so. See, expectations come down on both sides. What is, isn't good enough. (laughs) Okay, so, (coughs) I have an expectation, I have an expectation. Mm -hmm. I have an expectation. And what happened was the expectation wasn't fulfilled. Yes. Therefore, 
What is isn't good enough. Okay. Another learning experience that I don't believe this time entirely, that I haven't really entirely believed. Because I want it to be good enough. <coughs> I don't want it to be what it is. Okay. It is what it is. So I fought that for a long time. Long, long time. You know that having the expectation is what set yourself up for the fall. It could only not work because of the expectation. If there was no expectation, what is would have been fine. Right. Right. So the expectation created the suffering. Right, but my, my body is sort of like built for that expectation. Your body is built for the expectation? <laughs> my mind built my body for the expectation. My mind wants the body to... Anyways, it's like... <coughs> the body is pretty innocent. Yeah, okay. There are a lot of conditioning has, that has to take place and had to take place in order to let go of that expectation. But that's pretty much happened. All right, good. Yeah, it pretty much happened because I took care of it. I took care of the expectations in other ways. All right. Do you run expectations still in other parts of your life or have you seen through that mechanism? I'm seeing through it. Okay. It's experiences that I haven't <coughs> run through it. Is that the expression you use? I'm, I, 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 want, I still want experience. You still want experiences. Yeah, but, 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 you know... Chopping them down, you know, meaning not not needing them, and that, that, but you know, they're still do you see the popping up. Do you see the the promise of happiness that's in experiences, or the promise of a thrill? Do you see the the mind game that makes you want experiences in the first place? Oh yeah, and and sometimes no. Okay. But, but like being here is, is perfect for, you know, okay, I'm, I had this <coughs> experience of going kayaking on Monday, you know, but it's not going to happen. I'm going to be in, in, in integration and meditation and the whole retreat is going to be here with uh -huh. me Monday. Okay. So, like... Whereas the first reaction, the first uh, impulse yes. was to, oh yeah, so I'm going to go kayaking because, uh, right. you know, the right. experience, uh, the, the river, blah, blah, blah. Okay. You know? 
So I don't need any of that. That's just thinking too much. Wait, what is? Uh, hanging out in what's going to happen Monday. You don't know what's going to happen Monday, really. There are two sets of ideas. Okay. And one is kind of disappointing the other, but they're both kind of fantasy land. You, you really don't know. You can make a plan to go kayaking and then okay. cancel, or you, who knows? I okay. mean, leave but, it looser. Okay. But can't I see that kayaking and setting it all up was, uh, seems now to be a wanting an experience? Yes, if the motivation came from from that place. Yes. Where if it's like, if you're still inside, you're in the stillness, yeah. and you're like, oh, there's an opportunity. <coughs> Let's see. Let's see right. if I do it. And keep it soft. Yes. Keep it soft. Then it's fine. Because you're, you're inside. You're not invested in like, oh, what can I get here? What can I get here? And grasping. That's torture. Because invariably, the pattern is that you won't get enough of a return. No matter what you expect, it'll always fall short. It has to. It has to go belly up, you see? Yes. When we get wise enough to see that, that it's not good enough. So is it possible for you to make a tentative plan, but not to attach an expectation to it? Yes. Okay, good. So Done. let it get softer. Done. Okay, good. Yes, relax, get softer. Yeah. yeah. Be curious. What'll happen on Monday? Mm. Maybe this, maybe not. Let's see. Let's see how it rolls out. So there's an availability for mm. what really is going to present yes. to happen. Yeah. Like, like at the beginning of the hockey game. Right. I go sit on the bench now. Right. And I just like the like the lady who was the artist in West Massachusetts. Yes. Bank. Yes. The canvas. Uh -huh. So there it is. The uh, the ice is the canvas. Yeah. Everybody's warming up. Yeah. But I'm there on the bench. Let's see what happens. Yes, let's see what happens. Good. So I'm just putting myself into that meditative state yes. before the game. Yes. Let's see what happens 24-7, yes. Peter. Bring that home with you. Yes. Not just at the game. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Tell me about self-sabotage. Oh, yeah. Thanks. I was looking for where I was. Yeah. Thanks. Okay, so let me do it this way. Mm -hmm. 
Oh my God. Okay, I want to do it two ways. Okay. First way is I don't love myself enough. Yes. Second way is in the past there was a trauma that where I surrendered to love, where I was open to love, mm-hmm. that I, that Peter got the raw end of the stick. Okay. And that happens. Yes, it does. Uh, I got, at four and a half, Peter got traded for a right brain family to a left brain family. Mm. So a little Mm. difficult on the conditioning. Mm. Oh, sorry, creating conditioning. Uh, You know, so. Yeah. But (coughs) that was then, this is now. Okay, yes. But Peter took with himself <coughs> Self-sabotaging, uh, not loving myself. Yes. Uh, not being loved, experiences and thoughts that I wasn't good enough. Yes. Uh, into uh, from that into yes. this, this life that yes. unfolded. Yes. Can you can we kind of say that that part of the story can be let go? Yeah. Let's change the script. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's just the story. It was oh, then, yeah. and uh, we've done that together. Right. Did that together at the barn. Okay. And I, you know. So loving yourself a bit more. Shrinks and everything, so I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would you still speak about it? Only that I know that I carry this not loving myself from it. Yeah. So what needs to happen for that to turn into unconditional self-love? Do you want some water, Peter? No. Relaxing is just perfect for for the antidote, the meditation, every... Your CD every day, the long and the short, the, medi- the, the silent meditation okay. is just perfect for that. Uh, there's, you know, I can say it because he's not here, you know, there's Francois and, uh, yeah. uh, and Francois, uh, there's Francois, there's Raymond, there's uh, Hanzo, there's, there's our yeah. little group in yeah. Montreal, yeah. it's just, uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. That's, that's like, so f- the f- north, west, north, south, east, west, you know, so we got it all covered mm. and we're all um, there for each other, you beautiful, know. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So, those kind of yoga and hockey and Nadine, like, I come home and. Uh, 
I'll come home from this and there'll be uh, a wonderful, uh, wonderful meal on the table and uh, how are you? Tell me all about it, you know. Yes. And, uh, so... What did you ask? So there's support and love. <laughs> there's support and love around you from your spiritual group, from your wife, and there's service. So it's just wonderful. Okay. You know, it's just. And so, what about Peter's relationship with Peter? Oh, good. That's the important one. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> because love can come from the outside. Yeah. And, you know, we could still not get the message that yeah. really it's about ourselves loving ourselves. So that whether there's love from the outside or not, actually, it's just, it's just an embellishment. Yeah. So, but that we're <coughs> so <coughs> what we did last night with Sid, yes. you know, is what Peter has to do for That's Peter. That's right. That's right. You know, and, and I, oh, good, I'm glad we're here. So I have to take... Um, so I go out. Yes. And I come back in. Yes. And so I go out, I come back in, and I bring all of that to here. Into your own heart. Yeah. Okay. But, but Peter can also go... <laughs> especially with your CD, go in and it's dark. Uh-huh. And I take that dark. Yeah. And I bring it right to the heart. Tell me about that dark. What kind of what? What is that that you touch? What is it? It's it's very comfortable. The dark. Very comfortable. Is it an abyss or is it like a shadow side? N neither. Okay. All right. <clears throat> I like black. Okay. The color black. Okay. It's the color black. It's very... It's a blanket. All right. It's a black blanket. It's a, a place to... It's a comfortable place. Okay. How can you love yourself comfortable more? Color. Well, I take that black. Yeah. I stay there. Right. And and I last night I was bringing that up into mm -hmm. uh, going deep and bringing that up into the heart. Mm -hmm. And of course, um, uh, Grace Bubek. You know, she has her. Yes. 
heart yes. meditations. Yes. And so uh, a group of us uh, <coughs> go there on Saturdays, you know, okay. and uh, okay. and we do the heart meditation with her, and that's okay. That's great. Criticism, criticism from others. Mm. In your energy yes. field, yes, you have a pattern of self-criticism, and it invites criticism from others. Okay. It, it's like you've got an advertisement yeah. in your energy field. Yeah, go ahead. Criticize and, me. Yeah. I'm fine. I'll soak it. Yeah. And you soak it. You yeah. internalize it. Yeah. yeah. So we need you to transcend that frequency. Yeah. We need you to rise out of it so you don't have that T-shirt on. Uh, it's okay to criticize me. Yeah, I do have that T-shirt. You have that T-shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do. You do. Somehow you're willing to soak it up. Yeah. And I know why. Okay. Can you change that? Oh, I need to. I stopped yeah. hockey for five years to, to try to change that, you know, because in the dressing room, you know, mm -hmm. because I wear that shirt in the dressing room. Yeah. There were the shots, you know. Yeah. So I, for five years, I saw that I, and so when I came back, yes. it just kind of, I, I had all kinds of um, where it could bounce off, you know, yes. techniques that would bounce yes. off. But I know I still have the shirt there. You do. <coughs> you do. You do. That's important. Yes. Because that's what's limiting the self-love. Yeah, yeah. Okay, thanks. So... We need you to get ballsy, Peter. I know. I know, I know, I know, I know. I know, I know, I know. What would that look like? What would that feel like? Let's go there. Don't mess with me. Uh-huh. And I... And, and I did it. I'm sorry. And I just did it recently. I just did it recently, and I didn't do it in an angry way. Yes. I even yes. I even did it in a kind of, you know, to be help, to be helpful too. You know, here, don't mess with me, but I'm trying to show you something. You yes. Know? Okay. So it's, it's and <laughs> didn't get it, and it's finished. All right. The relationship is finished. All right. And that's not the, and that's not the first one. Yes. There was one just before that too, where the relationship is finished. Yes. If I get a phone call, I'm out to lunch. Right. Not available. Right. End of story. Okay. All right. These are relationships where I put myself in a situation where I'm demeaned, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, you're yeah. the punch bag. That's the yeah, role yeah. that you play in the friendships, yeah. You yeah. can see that, yeah. So we need you to have that energy. Do um, some kind of a, a morning ritual, like when you're in the shower, or when you're brushing your teeth, something, something that just happens every day automatically, but make an, an association. 
Yes, and mm. it has to be some sort of ritual like kickboxing. Yes. Has to be mm. no. I don't. I don't think it has to be that strong. I think thirty seconds. Thirty seconds of like taking a moment of like. I'm nobody's punch bag. I'm not playing that role anymore. I'm not available for people's crap to be dumped on me. I'm refusing to absorb this. I'm not. I'm worth more, mm-hmm. and I love myself too darn much. Something like this that you like write down and you mm-hmm. just have it beside the bed or someplace so that every morning you kind of okay. Okay, so can you I make interrupt a switch? You for a minute? Yes. Can I, I, what's where I'm going to right now is I have a punching bag at home right. and I'd really like to punch it yeah. every morning for right. thirty seconds or Perfect. or I'd Perfect. like to uh, do thirty push-ups or something like that. Okay, you're, I you're, don't want it to be hard me. on you. Oh, okay. No, okay. Uh, I don't want it to but be hard on you. But it's good for me. No? Okay, okay. So, 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 uh, so uh, just a second. 13 push-ups, you know? <laughs> You're so cute, you know that? <laughs> I, I'm just trying to say that something... I, I'll do both. I'll write right. something down. I, you seem to say... You want me to have it here and... I do. I, I, I want it in your head and too. physical as well. It needs okay. to come through your body. That's right. Because I need you to align with a self-authority. Do you know? Which, and my hand is going up. It's like, back off. You know? Thank you. So your self-authority. Because Nadine sometimes has to self, step in and be my self-authority. You've got to do that for yourself. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <coughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. Amazing. So you work out what it is. It's 13 push-ups followed by whatever, a minute in the bag. But yeah. I, I don't and, care what it is. But I've got to write something down about yeah, self-authority. Yes. Anyways, I've got the whole um, audio okay. from the... And, uh, and, and whatever you're saying right now, I'll write the, I'll that down. Good. And that'll be my yeah. um, message to Yourself. loving Peter yes. every morning. Yes. Because it's, they're wrapped up with each other. It's the lack of self-love that makes you wear the, teach, the T-shirt. You know, you can abuse me, you know? Right? Yeah. So we're going to go after your self-authority. Because the self-authority is like, don't mess with me. Yeah. Right? More self-authority. When the self-authority is there, that comes from a place of love, then it will work. Whereas if it comes from defending yourself defensive, because yes. you're yeah, yeah, self-defensive, yeah. because yeah, you're being yeah. arrogant, yeah, yeah, of yeah, course yeah. it's going to make it worse. You watch. Yeah. It'll fall flat in its face. Okay. So they're in bed together, wanting to transcend other people being negative towards you, wanting to transcend being visible and available for them to yeah. crap on you. Yeah, yeah. And okay. I used to set myself up. You set voice. yourself up. You yeah. do. You yeah. set yourself up for that and it reinforces the lack of self-love. So the two of them <laughs> have to come together. Yes. Right? They have to come together. Great. Right? Great. Great. And at the same time, relax. Of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like there will um, a standing upright will happen but in a relaxed yeah. authoritative way. Do you see? You see, it's not tense, it's not fearful, nothing. It's just like, this is how it is. This mm. is how it is. Mm. I, I'm not going to take certain things. 
Do you see? Yeah. In a calm, relaxed, confident way. Yeah, firm way. Firm way. And yeah. I, it's funny, as I talk, my hand keeps going up, I'm noticing. So it's like establishing a boundary. It's like, back off. Yeah. It's not going to happen here. But saying that in a very relaxed, unaggressive way, because it, that's just how it is. Yeah. And there's a line here, and you can't cross it. Do you see? So it's energetic. If we do the work for you on the inside, that's right. That's right. And it's like, that's right. Yeah. Abusive energy cannot cross it. No, it just can't. Just can't. Yep. Okay, so twice I've done that now. Every time you said, there's a line there, and you can't cross it. Yes. I've said there's a line there and I can't cross it. Ah. I don't know why Freudian that's coming. But yeah. Line you can there do, and you can't cross You it. can do, Peter. You can do anything. You can do anything. I've, I've done anything. I know I can. I know I can. I just got to really know it. You got to own it. Own it. I gotta own it. It's the personality needs to own it. Right. You know? <coughs> That's different to the other ownership we talk about, as you know. So personality needs to own it. We need to straighten yeah. up the personality so yes. that so that he can fall yeah. away. Yes. But he's gotta be fixed a bit first. With pleasure. Yeah. Right. With pleasure. That's why I'm here. Because I've just, you know, had this wonderful experience a number of years ago of Falling away. Okay, yes. So. Yes, yes. Okay. Okay. Is that enough to go on with? That's perfect. Just uh, one last thing. This is... This is training camp. Yes. This is training camp. And the team is getting ready for the regular season. <laughs> the team? Yes, the hockey team. This All right, is our okay. hockey team. All right. And All right. you're the coach. Yes, sir. supposed to be talking to each other, so really half of them shouldn't know each other at all either. (laughs) (laughs) But you know. (laughs) 
<laughs> Should I tell you something? Yeah, where are you at in all of this? What's going on for you? Um, the brief story is that five years ago I lost my energy and got diagnosed with about a dozen illnesses. And um, I worked my way through it. And I think the thing that really took me the farthest was when I started on the spiritual path and then worked with neuroplasticity and this program that helped me um, through it. And so I am better than I've been in a very long time. And I feel like I've come a long way in shedding this illness identity. Um, But I think the symptoms are still fatigue, um, much better than it's been over the past five years, but not like I was the rest of my life. Uh And a little bit of, um, in terms of the spiritual side, um, like there's the screen kind of in front of me that blocks the clarity. Um, I don't think it's like the, the disease brain fog that I had so much anymore, as it's just I want to see the beauty of life more clearly. Um, and I think I've done a lot of mind, body, and self-help work and all this. So I think it's, to me, it seems to stem from two big things. One being control, my need to control, and two, um, my unwillingness to be completely vulnerable. So, which I think a lot of people could probably identify with. I don't feel like I'm special. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's it in a nutshell. Yeah. Okay. All right. Is there a fire in your belly for for truth? Or is it a mechanism to make yourself well? think it's getting more to wanting truth instead of the motive just being to get well. Um, but I think that's always there. Are you saying I should want the motive to be wanting truth? No, I'm just inquiring to see if you can taste the difference and what part is the illness playing to bring you home, capital H, home. I think the illness doesn't, I mean, it's, it's released its grip so yeah. much. Yeah. Um, but I think it's just my lesson. I think it's going to stick with me, and it's just going to be my Achilles heel as I am in search of the truth and as I, um, my spiritual path opens up. It's what's always going to be. So are you saying that you kind of need it to motivate you? I don't want to. I don't want it. I'm, I, no, I think I'm very self-motivated. So no, that's what's okay. frustrating to me is that why is it still hanging on? I'm, I'm very self-motivated. I've always been a, the labels, but type A and... Okay. Okay. So if, if there is that motivation for, for truth, whether or not the illness is there, then, then 
is the motivation for spirit stronger than the motivation to get well? Now that we've disconnected the two, which is actually stronger? Now I think the, the spiritual path is stronger. Okay. Then you might or might not get well. But it won't matter. Right. It really won't matter. So the desire to get well might shift. The desire to get well, as we drop desires and see, you know, and see what's deeper than kind of investing in desires, you might still do the same good practices to bring your health, you know, to the optimum that you can. But your motivation to do it will come from someplace else. So you lose the disappointment if you don't get well. If you could arrive at an acceptance of your health that is has nothing to do with being poor me, victim, oh my God, I'm, this sucks, this, I have to just accept this. No story at all. An acceptance that comes from another place altogether. An acceptance that comes from a, ma- a mature dropping of the desire. And it's like, I'm going to do every friggin' thing I can do to get well. And if I get well, that's fabulous. And if I don't, I'll be just fine too. If you could go there, that would help a lot. And I feel like I'm going there. Okay. And I see the illness as a blessing. Yeah. Um, And in so many ways, I'm better off than I was. So many ways better off than I was 5, 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. so I think that I'm, I'm on the path. I mean, I'm taking the turtle steps. So that's why I was kind of hesitant to come up because I think I'm doing the things I'm supposed to be doing. Okay. Okay. I mean, unless there's a way for things to go faster. Oh, don't ask. <laughs> 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 Never mind. Like that girlfriend. Never mind. <laughs> I'm happy with it going slow. <laughs> <laughs> it's too late. Now. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Things are so good. <laughs> so that attachment will have to go too. <laughs> that attachment to what's good. Yeah. Truth will take everything from you. Everything. So then my monkey mind's telling me all the horrible things that could happen. That's fear coming up. And your mind is putting a story on it. But really it's just fear. Fear, nervousness, anxiety. That's what we heal. That's where you gotta go. That's what's blocking you. It's up for clearing. Hmm. It's just up for clearing. It's just that ball. That ball is blocking you. Just fear in general. I don't have something specific. Yeah, you, yeah, that's perfect. I'm glad you don't. Yeah, yeah. The, the mind will. It'll, it does. It, it, it will jump any sto- put any story on it. But it's not about the story. It's about the, the fear itself. That energy. So stay with that energy. It's not about fixing stories. Now when it comes to fear, it's not about fixing stories. Fear is too primal. 
So that's why I want to control. That's why you want to control. Have some Kleenex. <laughs> <laughs> you can splash out. Do you want another one? Okay. Okay. <laughs> but I control the stupidest things. Sure. <laughs> sure. You've got to change your relationship with fear. There's no other way to go after control. For you, there's no other way right now to go after control. That's, that's, a, that's the, the engine. But how do I go after the fear? Look it in the eye. Every little thing that comes up, all the little things, because I don't have... How do I look some big, ambiguous... You touched it there a minute ago. You touched it there a minute ago. But you it was know? just a swarm of scary thoughts. Yes. Yes, exactly, exactly. So pull that apart. You know, that's your homework. Pull that apart. It's like, all right, so there's this ball of awful, awful feeling. And then I can run all these crazy stories that like just are torturous and will just send me into the spin of awful adrenaline and, and, you know, the chemicals will run there. It's like, okay, what's at the bottom of this? What am I really scared of? What's the big threat here? What's the worst thing? How bad is that? That's going at it from story. That's of use. All right? But only looking at the worst thing. Not at all the little monkey mind. You know, there's this, there's this, there's this. It's like, what's the worst thing? That's one way I to I don't want to face it. I don't want it to... Uh, I don't want to put it out there. Huh. That's very clever use of your mind to keep <laughs> it stuck. It's, when it's inside, it's more toxic than being out there. You're putting it out there in order to break it up. Okay. Send it to the light. Dissolve it. See through it. That's, that's why it's going out there. Okay. So go after, well, what's the worst thing? What's the deepest fear here? To say it or no? It's up to you. <laughs> no, I won't say it. Losing everyone I love. Okay. Well done. All right. That's the second time you've gone to the group for comfort. <laughs> Stay with it. You're good. Stay with it. I have no reason to fear that, though. I've never lost any fear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fear doesn't... It's not rational, you know? Fear will just grab a story and, and, and then we believe it. What it will show you is that there is attachment to the people you love. Because if the attachment is gone, it's okay. Because everything that comes in goes out sooner or later. Everything that has a beginning has an end. So you were fine before you met the people you love and you'll be fine after them. Do you see? But to understand the mechanism of how fear works and it grabs a story... And it's okay, we can rationalize the story and kind of see like, all right, actually, this is just attachment. This is attachment to these people. And I'm just going to set them free of my attachment and love them freely without my stickiness to them. Because that's what attachment is, you know? Our own neediness. That's all it is, it's neediness. So you can work on that and dissolve that, okay? But coming back from that, the fear itself, 
What fear often does is it kind of lurks for a while and then it finds a new story. So seeing through fear would be really good. It's like, well, what is this? What is this ball of energy? And why am I entertaining it at all? Why would I be without this? Because somehow we imagine that fear keeps us safe. Somewhere we think it'll kind of steer us in the right direction. We, we really do give it like a position. And it's just toxicity. It's just, it's just the ultimate separation. It's the absence of love. That's what the experience is, the absence of love. So you have a few different angles there to go after it. You need to go after everyone. The way you are, you, you need to go after everyone. What are all the angles? Let me recap. Okay, yeah. Um, so the worst thing that can happen to me, losing the people you love, process that. Drop the neediness. Change your relationship. from. They won't even feel it. Change it from the inside. Drop your neediness. Like, and check it out. Do I need their approval? Do I need them to endorse me? Do I need their acceptance? What's, how needy am I here with these people? And clean that up, okay? So that they're free to love you and you're free to love them. They're free to come and go and you're the same, okay? So that's right now the story that fear is attaching to. Fear will attach to another story unless you go after the source. The source of it is fear itself, Find out what fear is. It's like, all right, so it's this absence of love that somehow is helping me. It's motivating the controller. That's one role that it has. And that makes me feel safe. It's like, all right, okay, type A personality is sure. Controller is really strong. And fear is in there. That's it. Can you change it and still be type A? Absolutely. Absolutely. You'll just be motivated from a much softer center that's present to what is, rather than having this <gasps> tension revving up from the inside. You see? So there's two pieces of work. Okay. All right? Yeah. Okay. All right. It's probably enough for now. That's good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. All right, sure. Sure. Anybody else who hasn't been up would like to come? Time for one more. <laughs> Pardon? <laughs> oh, dear. I I have a dead. Yeah, I do. Ah. I'm just afraid to come up here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I believe that. I start with a question? Or I don't care. Do you do your reading first? <laughs> no, no. Literal. <sighs> what was the question? It has to do with pure consciousness. And in the course of the last few days, I've been able to see how I've, I've used... My stories, like like saying there's only God here, like like wanting to not be responsible, which is where I think the kind of God story originated in a way, and to believe yes. that there's another power. And in this five days, I've realized, listening to you, that there is not. 
this pure consciousness is what I've been calling God. Yes. And so now I am totally responsible, right, for my own life. It's it's oh, I see. a miracle, it's you. freeing, but it's also that 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 God that I that I couldn't explain and that was doing everything um, left me off the hook. So now I really have to face laziness. The truth about how lazy I really am. <laughs> anyway. All right. I am. Um, so if the Deb character needs God, that's okay. But you've got to know that it's like kind of believing in Santa Claus. Yeah. You know. I do. But but still, she might like to pray every now and then, or ask God for help, and that's okay. Is it asking pure consciousness? Is it the same? It's just it's just the part the part that functions in terms of duality sometimes needs mm. to run that story. And prayer, for example, does asking God for help. Call it what you like. It actually does invoke energy. Right. It does it brings that light. It does bring that light. So there's a place for it. Do you see? There's a place for it. Yeah. Even though it's, you, you, you know, it, within parameters, it's real, but actually it's uh, caps, lowercase or real. And, and really, what you are is God. It's not so much that Deb is God. It's like what you are is God. Right. What you are is responsible for all of it. Right. So if what you are is just responsible for Deb, you've missed something. What you are was responsible for the whole. For everything. Everything. <laughs> Within time and space. Even the garbage. Even the garbage. <laughs> do you see? I do. I do. Yeah. I've tried to clean up that garbage everywhere I go. Like I had this idea that liberation would be this place of total enjoyment. And I'm starting to think that it's more just authenticity of all of it, not necessarily totally bliss, and yet I can see that it's also bliss because you won't be arguing with what you think is garbage because it's not garbage, it's beautiful itself. Yes, it's beautiful in itself. Yes. Yes, if you really see the essence of everything, there is beauty in everything. Yeah. And contrary to what I said a minute ago, there's even beauty in fear. Right. You know, that capacity to experience that kind of a contraction is fantastic. Yeah. But it's hell when it has you. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Okay. So then the one who has seen that she can no longer be lazy. Mm. Well. <laughs> yeah. Is that, is that like the, from an impersonal perspective or is it the personal woman dead? It's, it's like I've been sitting and waiting because I, I have had this life. I've raised my children. They've all left home. I've had the divorce. I've had the crises that, um, that and I've tried to start the business and I've tried to find the perfect job and, and, uh, and none of it has ever amounted to anything, you know? And I don't know if the spiritual pursuit is, I'm just saying this, it's coming out right now, that the spiritual pursuit is kind of the laziness. We'll just go for, we'll just go for ecstasy. We'll just go for divine bliss because all this activity out there accomplished nothing really. 
I mean, it's a life behind me. Yes. A story. Yes. <laughs> and greatness. Sure. Uh, so I don't, I don't, you know, there's a little bit of the what's next, like mm. with the divine uh, energy, am I going to be able to just walk away from the comforts of life and let spirit have me completely. And and I feel like there's always, I've always felt that walking this is a fine line between sanity and not sane. And I don't know. Yes, there is a bit of a line there. Yeah. And that's all right too. Yeah. Yeah. And I can see from everyone else's experiences that it doesn't really matter what anyone else says. If I know, you know, this morning you walked into the kitchen and I was standing in front of the coffee pot really asking myself, did I want another cup? Because it's so automatic that everything we do, everything I do is this automatic feel to it. And I don't even, and asking myself, I didn't actually want another one. Uh-huh. You know, I didn't. I don't even need coffee. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, I think there's too much to unravel. No, you're doing fine. So a new level of awareness has kicked in yeah. where you're seeing something that was just kind of cruising by. She kind of just mm. cruised by for a bit. Mm-hmm. Life was done. Nothing really was happening. So she kicked back a bit. That phase is coming to an end. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. It's done. It's, it's futile. It's going nowhere. You're getting stale. Yeah. Right. So, okay. So even asking, do I want another coffee? It's like some new level of like heightened awareness is coming in. Mm-hmm. Your brain has to learn how to do that, Deb. Yeah. Do you know? Mm-hmm. How to just be present. Be present and let that direct your action. Mm-hmm. And as soon as we can, be it in like right now or in a month, as soon as we can move towards, okay, what's the, what, what isn't what I want? Can I see what I want, what Deb wants? But actually, can I allow my action to come from the deeper part, mm-hmm. from my God center, from mm-hmm. pure consciousness, mm-hmm. and get to hear the two voices, mm-hmm. you know? But mm-hmm. only bow down to your center, your spirit, your God center. The truth. Pure consciousness. Yeah, mm-hmm. the truth. Don't filter it out and, and navigate it. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that you see that life really, you know, is nothing. Do you know that the things you've done is just a life and there's a kind of a so what in how you talk about it, you know? It's like, that's great. That's great. Because that comes with a kind of a maturity of like, it really was about nothing. Do you know? It really was about nothing. Things happened and... There were stories and I did whatever I did, but really, really, what else? Do you know? It's like, yes. So it goes into proportion. You can see what living is and what experience is and what that gig, the limitations that it has. Mm -hmm. You know? It's like, all right. Those limits don't apply to pure consciousness, to living from there. They don't. But what does kick in is some kind of a Oh my God, is this movie still playing? Do you know? <laughs> as long as the body still is alive. Still have to make a decision. <laughs> yeah, well, they get made from someplace else. But it's like, oh, I'm appearing here again today, am I? Oh, okay. 
Yeah. There's a bit of that, you know. Oh, this perception is running. I forgot. I forgot about this bubble, this appearance. Here it goes. You know, there's there's a bit of that. That something has to has to kind of give a little bit of attention to the the physical, whereas you know, physical manifestation, whereas actually just hanging out in pure awareness. That's that's where it's at. It's okay. Oh God! Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I think that's, I mean, I don't really think yeah. I have much else. You know, there's yeah. a little tiny moment where I, if we looked at my whole life story, I was always incredibly lonely. And I also realized that when I found this God that I started to believe in and I started to understand this power of God, that I wasn't as lonely. So I heard you address that with Rosie yesterday. <laughs> and it's like, in pure consciousness, we're not lonely either because we're all there. It's where all the love really is. It's where everything is. So there isn't a separate sense of I no, and loneliness. Right? The idea of something being absent. Isn't possible. Isn't possible. Yeah. It's not possible. Right. And in our lives, I feel like we'll never understand that. Like, we'll always want something else. The ego does. In the, in the life. Yeah. But, but, you know, the, the, the volume of the mind goes down and it stops and looking for stuff. Figure, yeah. yeah. It just and stops it looking feels for the bliss. Sure. Bliss comes and goes. It's kind of overrated, really. <laughs> you know? It is, really. It is. Yeah. It's, it go, it's just another experience, you yeah. know? Get it. Yeah, it's just another experience. You know, and, and then there's little projects, phenomenal projects. It's like, oh yeah, my personality likes goals. Okay, let's set a goal. Hmm. Da, da, da. And you play, you know? Yeah. You, you just play. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know it can't deliver. Right. It can't deliver. It's just like your life has been, you know? Right. It happened, but it still didn't deliver wholeness. <laughs> it can't. Right. The, 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 you know? And, and there is no wholeness in that way. But pure consciousness doesn't, doesn't revel in the idea that it's whole. It doesn't, because it doesn't know the opposite of it. So there's no experience of wholeness there. It just is complete. Mm-hmm. Here we are. Here we are, apparently. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you don't miss the God that you had externalized? No, because it's, it's the power. It's the, it's the, it's the, the pure consciousness. It's, it's the, it moves everything. Yes. It's just, it's yes. just there. Yes, it's just there. Yeah. Yeah. I understand that. Yeah. I still, I still wish you could tell me how to get, like, you know, the love of my life and the, <laughs> the, 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 vaca- the vacation where I get to, like, just go to satsang and Krishna Das and, you know, have enough flow, income and all that. And, I, and, I, and, I, and that's why we can laugh about that because it's, it'll come if it's, if it's meant to come. Yeah. And, and, it, and it doesn't matter if it doesn't because... That's right. It does your consciousness... Yeah. You're, you're just always all right. You're, you're always, always all, right. all right. That's right. That's right. You know, and, yeah. and they, 
I've had some experience with scenes, you know, other people have talked about death here today, and it's like, and, and we can get that, we can grasp that in those very last moments. You know, the point is to grasp it, for me, before yes. that before. last moment. Yeah. Because we can live our life in that state. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, anyway. And that it doesn't matter if you meet the, you know, the, the ideal. Right. Yeah, exactly. Or, <laughs> Listening to everyone today, why would I want a man? <laughs> All of you for being here and being brave enough to come up here, you know, like wow. The ladies in your life are lucky ladies. And you notice there's a lot less of you than there are the ladies. Yeah. Here. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Jack. Yeah, thank you, Deb. Alrighty. <laughs> Okay.